It was a very public way to die. Public, that is, to the few thousand people on the well. He might have felt that he owed a heartfelt goodbye to all of those with whom he had wrangled and tussled for nearly a decade, people he had loved and scorned, and who in turn had thought him arrogant and obstinate, but who somehow revered and liked him anyway. On March 25, 1995, a few hours after being told he had, at best, a few weeks left to live, Tom Mandel sat down at his computer and wrote this. It's bad luck to say goodbye before it's time to do so. And there's no point in embracing death before one's time. But I thought maybe I'd sneak in a topic, not too maudlin, I hope, in which I could slowly say goodbye to my friends here, curse my enemies one more time, well, not really worth the trouble, actually, and otherwise wave a bit at the rest of you until it's just not time to do so anymore. I could start off by thanking you all individually and collectively for a remarkable experience this past decade here on the well. For better and for worse, there were a lot of both, it has been the time of my life, and especially a great comfort during these difficult past six months. I'm sad, terribly sad. I cannot tell you how sad and grief-stricken I am that I cannot stay to play and argue with you much longer. It seems almost as if I am the one who will be left behind to grieve for all of you dying. So thank you all. My best wishes and prayers to each and every one of you. It's been a fabulous life, and it wouldn't have been the same without you. Perhaps he wanted to make amends. As one of the well's most controversial figures, he had excited a great deal of ire as well as admiration. Tom Mandel was saying goodbye to a place that had been his home for ten years, far more so than the Mountain View California condominium he inhabited by himself during those years. But in truth, Tom Mandel was only doing what he had done nearly every day and sometimes several times a day for years connecting to a community where he had found a home unlike any he had ever known. The well, this communal dwelling, had begun in the spring of 1985 as a vax computer and a rack of modems in a ramshackle set of offices in Sausalito, California. When Mandel had logged on for the first time that summer, there were a few dozen people online with him. For a long while, the well was an intimate gathering place where nearly everyone held a stake in nearly every discussion that arose. It was also a remote, hidden place. Most of the world was then still largely ignorant of the alchemy that could result from pairing a computer and a modem. But by the time Mandel died ten years later, the well had grown into a veritable speaker's corner, with thousands of postings every day on topics ranging from the circumcision of newborns to the Gulf War. 
Although in principle the well made a conspicuous attempt to be accessible to anyone with a modem, in reality, by attracting a certain kind of person, smart and left-leaning without being self-consciously politically correct, it had become something of a club. For the most part, the well was composed largely of people around the same age, the first wave of baby boomers who had come of age in the 60s, most of them male, many with postgraduate degrees. From the start, the well was one of those cultural phenomena that spring up now and again. A salon of creative, thoughtful, articulate people who are interested in one another's stories in a self-absorbed, cabalistic way. Mandel had been one of the most visible members of the club, perhaps even the quintessential member, and although he had actually laid eyes on only a handful of the other people, This was the place he wanted to go to to die.